The Romantic Soul One of the reasons I'm so happy to be discussing this play is that I've recently become obsessed with Edmund Rostand. So obsessed that, as you might already know, I traveled to France by myself last month on a sort of literary pilgrimage to his home in the Basque country. I spent three blissful days exploring every detail of every corner. I have come to regard Rostand as the ultimate romantic, and I have been puzzling ever since over a clear conceptualization and precise formulation of what that means. I don't have one yet. Maybe you can help. But for now I can begin to paint an impressionistic picture. A romantic, as I am conceiving of it, sees the world as fundamentally beautiful and rich with potential values. He holds his values passionately, pursues them zealously, and relishes them uninhibitedly. He has the soul of a poet, because he always keeps a keen eye to beauty, and he will rhapsodize about it without reserve. That is Rostand, and that is Cyrano. Cyrano loves the theater so much that to see it is not profaned, he will shut down a play, throw away his pension, and stand alone against an angry crowd. He defends his values not just with passion, but with a flamboyant flourish, with panache. Where others see the surface, Cyrano sees the beauty beyond. To Valver, Cyrano is a mere clown, bereft of the buckles, ribbons, and lace that make the man. But Cyrano's values and perception run deeper. He sees to the soul. And he is capable of a great love that pours out of him in poetry, that, when he is encouraged, inspires him to take on giants, and, when he is in doubt, leaves this invulnerable warrior weak. I've read this play countless times, but on this reading I gained an appreciation for one of its lesser romantics, Ragano. Previously I had been so Cyrano-obsessed, so desperate to arrive at his encounter with Roxanne, while Cyrano counted down the minutes, I was counting down the pages, that I passed too quickly over Ragano and his patisserie. But oh my, there is such delight even in the description of the set. The crockery jars of sunflowers, the wrought iron canopy hung with peacocks, the roast fowls revolving on their spits, and the platters piled high with pastries. I was conscious not only of the sumptuousness of this setting, but of Rostand's ability to see this sort of beauty in a bakery. It is his romantic soul. I recently read another of his plays, The Romantics, and at the bottom of the character list it reads, The action may take place anywhere, as long as the costumes are pretty. Ragano is a romantic. He writes recipes in rhyme, sees poetry in pastry, and fashions himself into a makeshift patron of the arts. He loves a flamboyant poetic gesture. He is so dazzled by the duel in rhyme that while Cyrano tries to get his attention, he dances around in a reminiscent reenactment. My favorite Ragano moment of all is the one in which he stands atop a table while a mob bursts into the shop to see Cyrano, and he exclaims, My shop invaded! They'll break everything! Glorious! 
What a mess it might be, but what a gesture. Ragano is well contrasted with his Philistine of a wife. To him, the liar in puff paste is sublime. To her, it is ridiculous. When he discovers that she has made sacks from his verses, he says, What a way to use poetry! And she replies, Well, what is the use of it? He relishes the opportunity to support his starving artists. She sees only dirty poets who eat up half their stock and trade. Ragano may not have Cyrano's stature, but he is, indeed, in Cyrano's words, a good little soul.'